0: Welcome to the Super Fantasy Football Podcast, where the athletes become your heroes. Welcome into the Super Fantasy Podcast. I'm your commissioner, and I'm here with Clinton.
1: Yeah, I'm the co-commissioner. Co-commissioner right? Clinton? Yeah.
0: And. We are now two weeks away from the draft. I set the draft time. It was originally 1, and somebody couldn't make it at 1, so now it's at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Which should still be okay. Yeah, So, but if you can't make it to 4 o'clock in the afternoon, we'll try again. I'm not sure how many times I will reset it. I guess I'll try to get it so that everybody can make it at, at a given time. But 4 o'clock should be all right.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Had some more fantasy games, not fantasy games, preseason games. A little less excited than the first week.
1: Yeah, we're getting to that point where it's just like mostly backups and rookies. and yeah, Some starters are still playing, but...
0: Yeah. First week, you're a little bit excited that football's back. See some mm-hmm. action. Second week, uh, hype's get... kind of gone down a little bit. The third week, I don't really know. It's just kind of like now.
1: It's, it's football.
0: Yeah, the regular season's almost here. That's what is important. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's mostly no one get hurt. Yeah. We need to talk about just uh, league fees. If you go to the pin messages, oh. you can see. Uh, what do you mean, oh? I
1: haven't paid mine yet. That's I okay. okay. I only like
0: Only like two people have paid. But um, after this week, I'll just start harping on people that haven't yeah. paid. You know, mm-hmm. the text reminder. That way everyone pays before the draft. Under pin messages, you'll see the Venmo or PayPal, whichever one you prefer. Send it that way. I'll mark you off as uh, people pay. I made some graphics. For our top ten running backs and wide right receivers, just in case you missed those, I messed oh, around cool. on um, Photoshop for way longer than I should have, <laughs> and I realized I do not remember anything from my Photoshop class in high school. But eventually, right. I got it to look nice. So that's all that matters. Oh, yeah, I
1: like them. I think they look cool.
0: Yeah, I was just happy I got the logo in there. Yeah. Without any problems like it the logo on there looks nice so Mm -hmm. i'm glad i can transfer that around with ease let's see was there anything else regarding the league i I don't believe so i
1: think so
0: no perfect no all right uh we've got top 10 no top six i know i said seven uh but we're doing top six Top six quarterbacks, top six tight ends. Who do you want to start for the Seahawks? Drew Locke?
1: Oh, I, you know, I keep going back and forth because, like, Geno Smith is like the guy if you want to, like, probably maybe try to, like, win eight games and for some reason. But you also kind you know, what you got with Geno. At least Drew Locke has some. Sort of like potential to maybe not be as bad as people think he is. So I kind of want them to go with Locke. If Locke sucks, then you just put Geno back in.
0: Yeah. Uh, spoiler: alert, neither of those guys are in our top six. No. You definitely They're do not want to draft.
1: Six. <laughs>
0: definitely don't want to draft either of them on your fantasy no. team. Uh, no, no. The Steelers quarterback battle is actually getting very, very interesting because mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett looks good is. Putting up some numbers, catching some eyes, and making his case, start week one. I wouldn't be surprised at this point if that's what Mike Tomlin decided. I don't think it's going to happen. I, think
1: I don't think so either.
0: I think they'll play it safe. But he did say that the starting quarterback is going to come down to this final preseason game. So there's a, there's a chance. I'd be excited. I wouldn't be like one of those fans that is upset that he might get killed behind our offensive line. Because he could get killed behind our offensive line next year. Because it's probably not going to improve drastically. So, All right. Uh, Neither of those two quarterbacks, Trubisky or Pickett, are in our top six either. But we'll get started. And top six quarterbacks and tight ends, definitely a lot less fun to rank. Yeah because the elite are so much better than the non-elite, if that makes sense. Yes. So at one, I have Josh Allen. Yes. Perfect. Yep. He uh, threw for 4,400 yards last year, 36 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. He had six rushing touchdowns, 234 passing first downs, and 54 rushing first downs. His rushing first downs was the most of any or the second most of any quarterback. And what you get with Josh Allen is someone who can throw for potentially 5000 yards and someone who can rush for 500 or more yards.
1: And scored a lot of touchdowns rushing the ball because they use him on the goal line and he can throw for 40 touchdowns.
0: He had six rushing touchdowns last year, which I think was second among quarterbacks. And he played in uh, all 17 games, so durable. Mm -hmm. He's consistent. Uh, Two years in a row where, using our current um, settings because we now have .25 points per fasting first down, uh, two years in a row of over 500 fantasy points. Mm -hmm. So very consistent.
1: He's, I mean, the offense literally just funnels through him.
0: Yeah, and nothing has changed in regards to their offense.
1: There's the a lot to only, like. Yeah, the only maybe thing you could see is, well, Brian dable has gone. Yeah. But it's not, the offensive coordinator, Was a Ken Dorsey, has been there for years. I'd, that's like the only really thing that you could maybe say it for to not have him as your number one, but.
0: Yeah, I think at the, the, the organization as a whole played into Josh Allen being so successful. I don't think it was just Brian no. Dable as much as he was a good It's MSU. mostly,
1: yeah, it's the play-calling touch that you might miss, but at the end of the day, Josh Sean Allen.
0: Sean McDermott's still kind of, there. Yeah. Uh, he's very interesting in the draft, you know, in that third round.
1: See, that's the thing with these quarterbacks would you ever actually take josh allen
0: if he got to me in the third round yes because i'm at the yeah, turn yeah i think so yeah i think someone will take him earlier than that in our league but, we like quarterbacks
1: yeah he's been going second round in a lot of mocks
0: and yeah back like that. end of the second i mean if you start with christian mccaffrey and josh allen that's very enticing yeah so Someone will get him, and someone will enjoy having him. Very true. Number two, Justin Herbert for me.
1: Oh, I have actually Lamar.
0: Whoa, okay. Uh, That's different than my take. I have Lamar outside of the top six. Really? Yeah, I have him at seven. I went to...
1: Interesting.
0: Added some. And I guess we can talk about why.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, So in our just, I don't know. I had a hard time ranking. I like Lamar. I would love to have him, especially where he goes in drafts. There's Mm -hmm. just a lot of upside in the people that I have above him. Like Lamar, he's not going to throw for 4,000 yards. It's just not, he's never gotten close. He also, as much as he, was very successful in throwing touchdowns his first two years. He's definitely regressed in his touchdown percentage quite a lot. His wide receivers are getting worse as the years go on. They're funneling a lot of their game to the middle of the field. We'll probably see a lot of Mark Andrews and their new tight end, um, who's doing really well in the preseason, likely to throw inside the numbers because that's where Lamar Jackson loves to throw the ball is inside the numbers. Mm -hmm. I can see that being problematic as the season goes on, maybe that means he's going to rush more, which is great because rushing QBs score a lot of points. Uh, But we'll talk about Lamar Jackson's numbers last year. He only played in 12 games. He was dealing with some injury stuff, which people would say, oh, he runs a lot. He deals with injuries. He's actually only missed one other game in his career, and it was due to COVID. So he doesn't actually get injured a whole lot. Um, But there is that stigma, I guess, with rushing quarterbacks that they take a lot of hits. So I guess Maybe they'll get injured more. That doesn't seem to be the case with Lamar. He threw for 2,800 yards. Uh, He had 16 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, so not a great ratio there. He had made kind of just one target, though, the whole year, and that was Mark Andrews. Uh, He had two rushing touchdowns in 12 games, and he had 48 rushing first downs, so a pretty good um, rushing first – sorry, no. Yeah, 48 rushing first downs and 135 passing first downs. So just off the, off the bat, only two rushing first downs for someone that we you know consider a prolific rushing quarterback, which he is. Uh, there's a lot of talk in Baltimore just about Greg Roman getting figured out and not adapting. I'd have to see that he is adapting to put Lamar in a better position to succeed. Because uh, the past two years, I mean, he hasn't been what he was that MVP season, which was just an insane season. Yeah. No, let's, make you, was, let's hear your case for him uh, so, being number two.
1: So, part of it is that even before last year, after Lamar had taken over as the full-time starter, he has the, you know, 2019, he's the MVP, 2020, it's a bit of a drop off, but he still rushes for over a thousand yards, you know, throws for 26 touchdowns, but it's still one of the top quarterbacks. And I think what the thing I'm really liking or banking on is he's gonna, he has a lot of incentive to play this year. He's going into a contract year. And the other thing is that last year almost is like kind of a, maybe like, no, maybe the, an aberration. I don't know if that's the right word necessarily, but in, you can almost scrap it. He, Baltimore had so many injuries on offense, defense, their line. They had no running backs. I mean, literally he only had Mark Andrews to throw to. That was why he had all those targets. And he got hurt. He only played 12 games. So I'm – even – in the 12 games he played, he still rushed for 767 yards.
0: A lot so of yards. I would ex-
1: I would expect a return to MVP form Lamar Jackson, maybe not quite that level, but somewhere around it. Because it isn't like, even that MVP year, it's not like he had receivers. Marquise Brown is not that good. Like, dude has stone hands. And I think Rashad Bateman, who you're putting in there as a wide receiver one, is a much better fit for what Lamar Jackson likes to do. He's bigger, 6'1", has freakishly long arms, catches everything, and is good across the middle. You have Mark Andrews now and this dude likely coming out of nowhere to be really good. So if any, if a fourth guy, their second receiver, someone steps up. But I think it's the return of – more continuity on the line, more continuity with the running backs. Hopefully, that's the big kind of if. As of now, Dobbins seems like he's going to play. Gus Edwards is not playing until at least week five, but brought in Mike Davis, who's just a solid veteran guy who can do some stuff. But I think if they just, I just, I don't know, I feel this is more of a gut feeling too.
0: Yeah, and I'm not super great at ranking my quarterbacks. Um, In 2020, he did have seven rushing touchdowns Mm -hmm. in what looks like 16 games. Um, So that would have been right up there with Josh Allen last year. I just look at what the offensive game plan is going to be. and I think it's just going to be a lot of different running with a lot of different people. Like, I think Lamar Jackson's going to get a lot of rushing yards. So will J.K. Dobbins. So will probably another running back. And then he says, like, how much passing volume can he really get? Um, I don't know. With the new scoring format where it's more beneficial to throw a lot, not an insane amount, but it does give – Other quarterbacks a little bit more of an edge in that regard. It it isn't. I've just always had a hard time with Lamar. Maybe I'm just. I think grumpy.
1: So I think the thing is. Oh yeah, that's that could
0: be. But uh, (laughs) but but okay, to be fair, (laughs) uh, he's going as the number four quarterback in drafts right now. So you're a little high on him, and I'm a little lower on him, right? So like, it's not crazy. It's not like I'm saying draft. You know, I don't know Trey Lance above him or anything, but.
1: No, which, yeah. I think – I just think with Lamar, he does need to take a bit of a step passing-wise, but he should have – I mean, I just think that hopefully they just don't get as injured this year. If, you don't, if they don't get as injured, they stay relatively healthy, you see a slight improvement from a passing, their weapons stay healthy, Rashad Bateman is who people, they think he is, then I could see him returning – to like thirty touchdowns passing.
0: Yeah, that offensive line will be interesting. He was sacked yeah. thirty-eight times last year in twelve games.
1: Cause it, yeah, that was the other like it lot. was a lot of it. A lot of it was him trying to do everything. Yeah. So are you worried at all we'll about
0: see. him getting injured running or anything?
1: Not really, because like you said, he's actually really good at not getting hurt for a running quarterback. Yeah, and he had an ankle thing. That, I mean how many there's so many guys who get ankle things so i'm not super worried about that
0: but yeah all right we'll move that on. is a risk yeah that is we'll, a risk. <laughs> we'll move on from uh that just because yeah so i think the had, gap yeah, was so big there that we talked about it for a while but i had justin yeah. herbert so i i want to know where you yeah. have him at
1: i have a mystery
0: okay so uh we can maybe be more in agreement about this one so he yeah threw for over five thousand yards 38 touchdowns 15 interceptions he had 256 passing first downs and 36 rushing first downs. He rushed for 302 yards. Uh, Justin Herbert in a very similar position to the last year. He'll probably throw for 5,000 yards again. Yeah. He'll probably have right around 40 touchdowns. There's a lot to mm-hmm. like. He's not as much of a runner as Lamar Jackson, he no. did have three rushing touchdowns, only in 17 games. The, he benefits a lot from the new .25 points per passing first down. That would have given Gosh. him an extra 75 points on the season, right about. A little bit more than that, actually. Um, so that's why I put him in at two. Why did mm-hmm. you put him at three?
1: Mostly just because I like Lamar a little bit more. I originally thought it, I would have Allen and Herbert one, too. But as I looked more of it and just looked at Lamar, I just, just liked him a little bit more. But Herbert, like you said, I think I it's like he's going to be probably right about what he was last year. Because like, I don't know how much better he'll be this year than he was last year. But if he's... Pretty much the same. That's solid. That's perfectly fine.
0: Yeah, I'm expecting big things from Justin Herbert. I think the Chargers finally. Oh, he's so good. Get into the playoffs. Make that push. Everyone thought they were gonna. That they were gonna make mm-hmm. last year. Could be a. But MVP the type one, season for Justin Herbert. I don't know, man.
1: Oh yeah, I just wonder if they're, if the defense is better for the Chargers. Is that going to impact Herbert at all?
0: I don't think so. There's still a probably, team He'll probably that, be
1: close to it, but
0: there's still going to yeah. be a team that's uber aggressive. You know, <laughs> passing up on field goals to try to extend possessions and get touchdowns. Like that's one. That's a big reason to like Justin Herbert. Is yes. They're not passive. Okay, no. I, uh, my number three is Kyler Murray.
1: Okay. I have Kyler at
0: five. Okay.
1: Which. Not big difference.
0: No. Um, so he... who's Wait, so we already did your number three. Perfect. So uh, Kyler only played 14 games last year, 3,700 passing yards. He threw for 24 touchdowns, only 10 interceptions, 423 yards on the ground for five touchdowns, and 172 passing first downs and 25 rushing first downs. Kyler is a guy... He was... His rushing numbers were down a little bit last year, but he is similar to Josh Allen in that he can throw for 4,000 yards and rush for 500 plus yards. And so he's got, no matter the game script, he is able to produce like every single game, whether it be on the ground or through the air. And then he also is used near the goal line. And James Conner came in and, and, you know, took away some of that goal line production, but it kind of made it more balanced. So, yeah,
1: yeah, he's Kyler Murray is very good, but like kind of what we were talking about with Lamar, I do worry more about Kyler with injuries because he's every single year he fades in the second half due to some sort of injury,
0: yeah, he needs to stay healthy, <laughs> and then he also needs uh Hollywood Brown to catch deep balls, yeah which isn't something that he was able to do consistently in Baltimore because Kyler Murray has one of the best deep balls in the league in the league. Oh yeah. Um, not having and, Hopkins will hurt him for the first, you know, six weeks. So maybe the back half, you know, maybe it's like the reverse right? of the previous I don't couple of years where it,
1: the thing, yeah, with Kyler, I mean, there, I, there's just weird vibes in Arizona
0: the opposite vibes you're getting from Baltimore.
1: Pretty much. It's just, things things seem weird. The whole thing with him and Cliff, like, now he's calling plays.
0: They're saying (laughs) saying that's helping. They're saying that's helping him understand the game.
1: Hopefully. Interesting thing
0: about Kyler was only the 25 rushing first downs. I expected that to be a little bit higher.
1: Yeah, well, that's part of the thing. I don't know if he, like, because he's so good running the ball, but he seems like he doesn't want to run as much because he gets injured.
0: It also, like, seems it, was like, last year. it also seems like they're not very good at calling design runs for him. I don't know. I feel like every time they call like a design yeah. run for Kyler, it just gets sniffed out so fast. Yeah. But I think but, it's going to be a really good year. I think he's going to uh, just light it up.
1: Yeah, he is kind of one of these guys that even though I have him at five, he could easily be number one. Right, so like
0: the that's the thing, like the potential.
1: He's got boom potential.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Which I, you know, you could say that about Lamar Jackson, but I just I'm just lower on Lamar for some reason.
1: I um, think it's probably just the Kyler's a better
0: thrower than Lamar. Yeah, yeah, I would just take I would take Kyler every day, like in the draft, like I wouldn't even <laughs> question it. Like if those two were on the board and I needed a quarterback. And if those were the last two quarterbacks on earth. I'd take Kyler. <laughs> Ooh, see, and, I would, and I would take Lamar. <laughs> and that's because you're a Seahawks Weird. Fan, and I'm <laughs> yeah, a Steelers right? fan. Weird.
1: Weird uh, how that turned yeah. out. <laughs>
0: All right. So my number four is Patrick Mahomes. Hey, mine too. Perfect. Uh, let's see. Patrick Mahomes threw for 4,800 yards last year, 37 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. 381 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, 260 passing first downs, 25 rushing first downs. He does lose Tyreek Hill. He does gain Juju Smith-Schuster and MBS, right? Yeah. As well as Sky Moore. still has um, a tight end, Travis Kelsey, who we're going to talk about shortly. Oh, yeah. But Patrick Mahomes is the best playmaker in football. Yeah. He's going to be expected to do a little bit more this year in terms of spreading the ball around. And I think that's going to benefit him. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think he'll, he's going to be up near you know, 5,000 passing yards again. I actually really expect the touchdown numbers to go up. I think he's going to be in you know, 40, 41 touchdowns. Yeah,
1: I could – See, I I kind of expect him to be over forty touchdowns.
0: Yeah, and the thing is about Kansas City is similar to Buffalo the past couple of years is their running game's not looking so great. Mm-mm. Not that they want to run the ball all the time anyway, but in that part of the uh, not that if we think of Patrick Mahomes as a running quarterback, but he is very athletic. He can make some stuff happen. Scrambler. He's a good scrambler. He can flee the pocket when, you know, the team, the defense is playing man and turn their back on him, so he might have to make a little bit more happen in the run game this year. Not so much that, you know, you draft him over someone like Kyler, you know, draft him someone, draft him over someone like Lamar Jackson, if you're just talking about specifically rushing, but Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes has a lot of upside, and he's kind of being faded in the fantasy community among experts, but as far as drafts go he's still the second quarterback off the board sometimes the first
1: yeah i think yeah i think just there's a slight overreaction to the loss of Kyrie Kill at this in some areas cuz it is a big loss it does impact the offense but this is Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes they're going to be fine
0: yeah it'll be fun to watch yeah it'll be fun to watch him spread the ball around look for different uh receivers
1: it's gonna be really hard to pick who's the the number two in in that offense after
0: Kelsey. Yeah, there's three of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, my number five. You want to do? You want to start with your number five? Because mine's probably different. So I
1: had Kyler Murray at five.
0: Oh, so yeah, mine is different. Yeah. I have Russell Wilson. Ooh. So this is more of a projection pick. Ooh. Yeah, because his last last year he was not. Not great. He had 3,100 yards. He threw for 25 touchdowns, only six interceptions. He had two rushing touchdowns, 183 rushing yards, 135 passing first downs, 17 rushing first downs in 14 games. Just throw all that out the window. He's on a completely new team, new weapons, new offensive philosophy. He doesn't have Pete Carroll demanding they run the ball. 30-plus times a game. He's going to air it out. He's going to hit Courtney Sutton for deep touchdowns. He's going to hit Jerry Judy, you know, seven-plus times a game across the middle running his crisp routes. And this, Russell Wilson could finish a top-three quarterback. He's only, you know, two years removed, or I guess it's three now, but two football seasons removed from being a top-four guy. So, there's a lot to like about Russell Wilson this year. And I, you know, new team, new teammates to gel with. Could there be some bumps to start the season? Yeah. Do I think by week four or five, he's going to be in, you know, full, full groove with everybody? Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty high on Russell Wilson, especially where he's going. He is currently the eighth quarterback off the board right on pick 80 there's a big gap between like Jalen Hurts and where Russell Wilson's going i would take Russell Wilson at his his draft value every single time
1: yeah so i didn't have him in even in my top 8 that's okay partially because you're C. I i still <laughs> i kind of but it's also it's going to sound biased, but because I'm a Seahawks fan and I've watched him almost pretty much every single game he's played for the Seahawks, the last two years, I have no, there's been a notice, maybe not noticeable, but it's starting. There was things that weren't looking as good as they used to. Yeah. And I know last year he had the finger injury and all that, but he is, his ability to scramble has tanked. He doesn't get away from people anymore, really, Mm. and that's a problem for him because that's a huge that was a huge component of his game, and he just he won't throw over the freaking middle. Yeah, I don't
0: know how. (laughs) I don't don't know how much of that is like you know the offense. That's the thing.
1: Is it the offense? Is it because he's short? Who knows? I have. He's one of those like. I really didn't know how to rank him because he could be, like you said, he, it, it could be a return to the Russell Wilson of, you know, three years ago. Or he could just be solid. And that's where I kind of think he'll be somewhere in between. Like yeah. he could still have 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, something like that. But I, don't, I just don't see him being a top three quarterback this year. Yeah, so this
0: pick could definitely flounder. Completely backfire, right? But mm-hmm. if it hits, you're getting around seven quarterback with top five potential. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're if you're high on Cortland Sutton, stacking them is a possibility yeah. because he's going so late.
1: Which is weird because I am high on Cortland Sutton.
0: Yeah, uh, even me who like I'm higher on Jerry Judy, which is an infre- interesting conversation because that, fantasy. This is- Fantasy analysts have Cortland Sutton like ten ranks higher than Jerry Judy. But in yeah. drafts they're going like About five picks fan. apart. So yeah. it's actually really crazy they, the public perception they, of the guys. They're actually number twenty and twenty one off the board, fifty two and fifty and pick fifty two and pick fifty three, which is just like the 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 experts are all really high on Cortland Sutton and yeah. the public is really high on both of them
1: they kind that's of crazy. feel like the uh like the the cooper cup robert woods of last year where it was like who do we pick
0: but i think both of them are actually <laughs> gonna be really really good that's the thing i think so and too so I, if they're both really really good and you have javante williams who catches you can catch passes out of the backfield like all that adds up to russell wilson having a ton of completions a ton of first down completions and a ton of passing touchdowns, which, yeah, you know, but I, don't I know. think, but all that has stuff has to hit, right? So that's why, yeah, I'm definitely not looking at the past in this one. I'm yeah. looking at the, the potential.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: All, all right. right. What about
1: six? What do we got?
0: <laughs> yeah, I hated number six because I felt found... I did too so much. <laughs> I've got Tom Brady. <laughs> I, oh. uh, who do you got? <laughs>
1: I, I don't know. I had Tom Brady, <laughs> and then I changed it. Now he's at seven. I have Jalen Hurts at six.
0: Okay, I have Jalen Hurts. Uh, Jalen Hurts, you view? I guess I, I like view, running
1: quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, I I don't have Jalen Hurts. I put down his stats, but I wouldn't put him in my top eight. Similar to how you have Russell Wilson yeah. outside your top eight. I put him in my me... I put him in my top ten. Like yeah, someone yeah. someone should start him in the league, and he'll do fine. Uh, people view him as he could be the potential number one quarterback in fantasy football. Yeah. I uh, I, I, guess, I don't I but... guess I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't, don't, don't want to say it'll never happen because it'll probably happen this year and then I'll quit being commissioner. I'm just <laughs> not very high on Jalen Hurts. Anyway, I have Tom Brady. Yeah, Some,
1: that's
0: because with our one. new scoring system, he had the most pass, the passing first downs. Right? hmm He had uh, 260. And then I didn't put his rushing first downs because he doesn't get any. He might have had one. No. But he threw for 5,300 yards, yeah. 43 40. touchdowns, 12 interceptions. He was only sacked 22 times. He gets rid of the ball super quick. He finds the open receiver, and he's got two really good receivers who are open a lot of the time. Um, I would be, con- he does have problems with his offensive line now.
1: Yeah, that's the, really the reason I dropped him to seven is the offensive line is, could be a, re- a real issue going yeah. forward because Tom Brady can't move.
0: He cannot. He's
1: 45 years old. He doesn't move.
0: <laughs> he is, he and, is a statue.
1: <laughs> and if teams are able to get pressure on him,
0: like, good
1: night. I don't know, I could see it, like, He'll still probably be good, but I don't know if he'll be as good as last year. And they also have God. I mean, Godwin's probably not going to be Godwin for much of the year.
0: I probably the the first four weeks, yeah.
1: Something like that. It's really hard to tell with guys off an ACL. Mike Evans is consistently has a hamstring problem. I don't, he's also, it's hard to tell. I think there'll be a slight dip in his stats. They might rely a little bit more on uh, a running game with Leonard Fournette and the oh, the rookie that they got. I forget his name, but they got a rookie they're high on. So cause if they can't pass protect, they may have to run the ball a little bit more. Or I could just be completely wrong. He's Tom Brady and he'll finish like top three.
0: Yeah. So I think the the problem really is that Tom Brady – has always been able to climb the pocket better than any other quarterback I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And it was always so frustrating when he was yeah, in New so England to watch Edge Rutgers come around, beat the tackles, and then Tom Brady just take two steps forward and buy like two extra seconds of, of pocket pressing, which that's an exaggeration. It's more like a, like half a second to a second. But that makes yeah. a big difference when it comes to quarterback releases and stuff like that. When the pressure's coming from up the middle – you can't do that anymore he can't just step out no. so that's the real problem it's not that because he's played with tackles that weren't the greatest right uh, but he, yeah. he's always been able to just climb the pocket and be fine and so that inside guards you know the centers were always really important to his game style but I just couldn't find a way to keep him out of the top six with how great he was last season when everyone yeah. projected the same thing like he's 44. How good of a fantasy year could he possibly have? And then he showed us that he could have a top three fantasy year.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And, pretty much. You know, I don't know. It's... He seems pretty rejuvenated to be back on the field. He wouldn't have came back if he wasn't absolutely, you know, Yeah. wanting to be there. And will it be his last year? Maybe. It's
1: going to be his last year in Tampa. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you do
0: have him at seven, so you expect a good year as well. So
1: yeah. So Jalen Hurts. This is all just potential with him because he he was not. He was like a decent quarterback last year, but in terms of fantasy, he was actually pretty good. So he had. Oh, I just had it here. So he had three thousand one hundred forty-four yards. Passing, 16 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, 784 yards on the ground, and 10 touchdowns rushing. And then I don't have the the first down
0: stuff. So. Oh, he had 143 passing first downs and 56 rushing first downs, which was first among quarterbacks.
1: Yeah. So with Hurts, this is, yeah, you know, like I just said, it's all like the idea that, This is his floor last year, and that was a top 10 quarterback. So now they got improvements in the receiving game. They brought in A.J. Brown, who should help immensely with Jalen Hurts because he's the type of guy you can just throw it up, let him go make a play. And they have, I think, top top five offensive line. If Jalen Hurts shows some improvement passing the ball, those numbers are going to go up. And he should still be really good at running the ball. So I think combined with that, you could see him kind of improving on what he did last year and ending up finishing top five quarterback.
0: Yeah. Um, so I do have Jalen Hurts probably right around the nine range. I'm a lot lower on him than pretty much everybody. And it's just because, like, all of the statistics that we, that we, use in our league specifically like an extra point per passing touchdown the new 0.25 points per passing first down those benefit lamar jackson and jalen hurts the least especially like jalen hurts 16 passing touchdowns 15 games aj brown hopefully boosts that number up into the 20s you can you know if that happens he obviously shoots up a lot higher in in my quarterback rankings uh, um. the rushing touchdowns, he had 10 in 15 games last year. That's really high. And teams, like Kyler Murray, his his first season, he had a lot of rushing touchdowns too. That number has like slowly gone down, similar to like Josh Allen. Like it's slowly gone down over the years. Um. It should still be right around that range though. Um. I don't know, man. I just I get such bad These are vibes hard. in like, He's do a- I actually believe – that his passing game will improve, no. And so, like I don't, I do not. Even with AJ Brown there, yeah, I just don't think he's a good enough passer. And then he's not like Lamar Jackson, where he can just take all this contact. So my my injury fear is a little bit higher with Jalen Hurts than it is like Lamar Jackson. Similar to like how you feel about Kyler Murray when he mm-hmm. runs the ball. So. Those are my. I just worry a lot about him not being able to actually be effective passing. Because if it's if he plays a team that's really really good at against the run, those weeks are going to suck, man. (laughs) Like they're going to be terrible. And he had a lot of those games unless he gets better. Unless he gets better, exactly. But he did have a lot of those games last year where it seemed like his game was going to be terrible. And he goes into the fourth quarter and he's putting up terrible fantasy numbers. And then he scores two rushing touchdowns, right? So you're you know. Similar to like a, a touchdown dependent running back, like, except now you have it at, at quarterback. And I don't know, that's a difficult position to be in, especially if your whole team, like, what if you already have a touchdown dependent running back or a touchdown dependent wide receiver? You're going to put one at quarterback too? Like, that just, you're putting up, you're looking for weeks where you're going to put up like 80 fantasy points. I don't know. I, it just, it just worries me.
1: I, see. Yeah, I'm not, I, that doesn't worry me as much. Because he's always been a good runner, he'll still be a good runner. He'll still yeah. probably get eight to ten touchdowns rushing. You're just kind of banking on an improvement in the passing game, and that's—I know that's like this is this is the one where I was just like,
0: I don't know. I mean, realistically, <laughs> you could have put Jalen Hurts at four, and it wouldn't have been crazy if you look at other fantasy rankings. No, yeah, you could
1: have I'm put not him at
0: three. It still yeah, wouldn't have Not been crazy. that high. Yeah. Well, those
1: are, and that's he. Those are, yeah. Like you said, for our purposes in our league, he's not as good. In like standard or half PPR leagues, he's much better. Yes. But for our league, he's not. He's not quite as good as that. But, I mean, it, it's one of those things. If he, if his passing game, does take a step forward, the rushing game is still there.
0: I mean if his passing game this passing game takes off
1: there's not much, it can't get much worse.
0: And he puts up over two hundred passing first downs and still rushes for fifty six rushing first downs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he throws twenty plus touchdowns. Like he has to hit the twenty touchdown mark for Yeah, which for I think he
1: touchdowns. can. He had um, sixteen last year with no one to throw to half the time.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. He threw a lot. He threw a lot to his tight end. A lot to his oh, tight end. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. But after Devontae Smith was injured and stuff. So it was only Goddard for the most part.
0: Yeah. So all right. Speaking we'll of see. tight ends. We'll yeah. Let's jump into them. Yeah. We're making pretty good time.
1: Let's just go. Can I just hop right into it? Yes. Number one.
0: Number one. I've got Travis Kelsey. Me too. All right. You'll see a lot of people have Mark Andrews first. Both of these guys it's are kinda... very much deserving of being the number one tight end. I'm assuming you have Mark Andrews' as two. Yep. All right, so we'll jump into both their stats real quick. Travis Kelsey, 92 receptions on 134 targets for 1,125 yards, nine touchdowns. He had one rushing touchdown. Throw that in there. Um, and the first downs he had was 63 so, I didn't break the 100 reception mark. Uh, he was the number two tight end behind Mark Andrews, who had 107 receptions for one, on 153 targets for 1300, 1,361 yards, uh, nine reception touchdowns, and 75 first downs. So, both of these guys are elite. Yep. They will get a ton of targets. They will get a ton of touchdowns. The only tight end to get up near nine or uh, nine touchdowns was Dawson Knox, who had significantly less receptions. Yeah. There's not much to say about these guys.
1: No, it's pretty straightforward. It's kind of like a, who's your preference?
0: Yeah. And it's crazy because they could both, have an even better year. Yep. Uh, Travis Kelsey, you know, losing Tyree kill. Those are some important receptions being lost and yeah, they're going to spread the ball around a little bit more, but that's more among the receivers than it is Mm -hmm. regarding Travis Kelsey. Like he's still going to get 130 plus targets. And then Mark Andrews losing Hollywood Brown, you know, yeah. He's still going to get a ton of targets.
1: He will. He should still be around the 150 target range where he was last year.
0: Are you worried about think... the touchdown numbers at all?
1: Uh, not really. Especially Maybe not either. for Kelsey, because Mahomes. Mark Andrews should probably be about the same as well. Yeah. I really don't They – they're probably going to be one and two again this year. Yeah. Just a matter of what order.
0: All right. So – My number three, I really wanted to put Kyle Pitts. I ended up putting George Kittle.
1: Really? I put put Pitts.
0: Yeah, I put Pitts at four. And what it really came down to was I'm really starting to think that Trey Lance will be better than Jimmy Garoppolo. That's fair. Even in terms of passing. Maybe not. In regards to win losses for his team, but in regards to like fantasy, you know, yeah, yeah, deep balls, touchdowns. So, George Kittle is just you know, he's really consistent. He played in 14 games last year. Oh, one thing about Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews Mark Andrews played in 17 games, Travis Kelsey played in 16 games. So, they're like fantasy points per game and fantasy points,
1: right?
0: Yeah, fantasy points overall about the same. Mark Andrews finished. Um, I think with like 20-something points higher, but if you factor in the missing game and all that, then it's more like yeah. 10. So they're pretty much identical. Uh, mm-hmm. George Kittle, 14 games, 71 receptions on 94 targets, 910 yards receiving. He had, let's see, six touchdowns and some sort of first downs. 42. Reception first downs. Um, like I said, the main reason I put him at three above Kyle Pitts is... Kyle Pitts, I'm not sure I believe in Marcus Mariota as much as I believe in, in Trey Lance. I definitely don't, actually. Just fill that in there. I believe in San Francisco's offense a bit more. And George Kittle has been consistent for, you know... I've seen it before, right? So I have that, that confidence... That he yeah. can do it again, basically. Not that Kyle Pitts didn't show a lot of flashes last season. Just I haven't seen him with Marcus Mariota. I haven't, you know, seen him put up. I haven't seen him put up numbers that George Kittle has in the past.
1: Um, I mean, Kyle Pitts had a thousand yards last year. He
0: did on sixty-eight receptions, yeah. and that was the thing. Kyle Pitts, really important thing about him is his like air yards per reception is like two yards higher than Mark Andrews, who is like second. So he's more yeah. of just a wide receiver. hmm So
1: So I mean for me, I have I have Kittle four. So mm-hmm. we he's had the same kind of thinking. Just flitch flopped, foot flopped. Wow. Uh but with Kyle Pitts, the reason I put him at three is I think there's more potential for him because he ha- he's, he's the number one option on that offense for yeah. Atlanta. And they're going to be down a lot. They'll have to throw a ton. He is a matchup nightmare. Because you can put him on the outside and a corner has to cover him and he can beat the corner. Yeah. And the thing with the thing with Kittle is that he's maybe, you know, arguably the best – all maybe one of the best all-around tight ends in the league. 'Cause he is one of the best blocking tight ends in the league, which sometimes hurts his fantasy value because they use him as a blocker so much. But I don't know, with Kittle, he's he I don't know, some about him, because I've had I had Kittle a couple years ago and he was really inconsistent, but because he got injured, he had Jimmy throwing to the ball, and I think there's also he has more uh Yes, to fight for targets a
0: little bit more Yeah, Pitts will have to. So I think with Kyle Pitts – so one thing about the yards. George Kittle played in three less games, had yeah. a little less so than 100 yards, some yards. Still had more receptions. So more receptions, a little less yards, um, yeah. five more touchdowns, all in three less games. I think Trey Lance is going to open the offense up a bit more to where it's going to really benefit George Kittle. Like if Trey Lance is moving – outside the pocket, drawing linebackers in certain directions. That middle of the field just opens up so much. Um, Similar to like how, you know, with Mark Andrews, with Lamar Jackson where he just always seems to be open because the offense is worrying about something else, you know, happening in the middle part of the field. You know, if you're worrying about the quarterback taking off in between the numbers, it makes it a lot easier for a tight end like George Kittle to find space. Kyle Pitts, you know, it's just such a different situation where he's always, you know, playing as like an ex receiver. Like he's gonna see a lot of double teams. And I don't know if I can trust Mariota to get in the ball.
1: Yeah, in that really is really
0: important, crucial situations, point. right? So like third downs where they need a first down. I don't know if I can trust Mariota to get him all those first downs that he needs. Um uh, with, with Matt Ryan, like he put up Kyle Pitts put up 43 reception first downs last year. That's a lot. That's one more than Kittle got, again in three less games. But that was with Matt Ryan, right? Who we can trust to make good decisions in crucial downs, down inside the red zone. Um, he only had, say, he did only have one reception touchdown last year.
1: Yeah, that was weird.
0: With Matt that Ryan. Should,
1: but that it's should, like, I, thats a yeah, number really I That's a number
0: I'd expect to see with Marcus Mariota, not Matt Ryan. So it's like now, what do you the, the, expect? The, 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 the,
1: Remember when Julio all those years with Matt Ryan they could never get him a touch. Yeah, touchdown. it's so
0: weird.
1: It was really weird. But maybe one it's one thing we'll say
0: maybe it's an Atlanta Falcons curse. <laughs> it
1: could be. Uh the one thing I that was pointed out is that the last time Mariota played with I think oh, I don't think was Arthur Smith said it was he at the time, but Mariota does target his tight ends he had when he had delaney walker with him delaney walker was like a top five fantasy tight end and that's delaney walker kyle pitts is i just yeah i just think kyle pitts will be better this year i think we'll see improvement and i'm not entirely sold that trey lance is i think trey lance will be good but he's also going to run more
0: yeah this is the other thing i i try not to like Give away too much. I do target Kyle Pitts in my drafts. Like I really like Kyle. Oh yeah,
1: I do. And this is
0: what it really boils down to: is Kyle Pitts is a lot more flashy than George Kittle. Oh yeah. So, whatever type of player, fantasy player you are, if you like the, you know, more George Kittle types, where they're best, you know, all around, always on the field doing something productive, but they don't have as many as flashy plays. You know. I
1: think. So I think part of it is that with Kittle. I took him, ooh, I think either it was like third or second round. I, I think it was third round. I took him the one time I had him, and he burned me because he was not good that year.
0: Yeah, there was that. And I think that, that year he was dealing just, with all those ankle injuries.
1: Yeah, and it was just that left. A, and then he's, oh, he, ever since the 1300 yard year, he hasn't been nearly the same.
0: I think he's going to have a really good season.
1: I think he will, too. But I think Pitts will be better. All All right, right, five. I'm assuming our five is probably the same.
0: Dalton Schultz?
1: I have Darren Waller.
0: Oh, I I didn't put Darren Waller in my top six. I worry about Darren Waller.
1: Is it the injuries?
0: It's the injuries. It is the Devontae Adams coming on. I I think that's going to... That's gonna help Darren.
1: That's gonna help Darren. See, Waller. we have a
0: different opinion. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, it is. Yeah. It, Darren Waller. He was very tough for me to rank. Um, I didn't put in my top six. I just. I worry about the guy. I yeah, that's I, fair. It's been too long since I've been confident. Even with just like I've never owned him, right? But
1: so he was even just yeah. confident he, about
0: him being productive for other people. Not, not last,
1: last year was uh, I guess we should read his statistics Yes Because last year wasn't great for him He did. He was hurt And that was a huge problem But he had what 50 feet, 55 catches On nine, 93 targets 665 yards And 2 touchdowns Which is not great I don't know What was his first downs
0: I don't have them I didn't write them down yeah, that's fine.
1: But it wasn't that high either way. But it was mostly the injuries that he was dealing with last year. But I out of the guys left after the top four, I would still put him above all of them because, so like you said, you you don't like Devontae Adams coming there for him. I kind of like it a little bit because last year Darren Waller just got It was just double teams all the time. After that, even when he wasn't hurt, I think Devontae Adams being there is going to open things up for Darren Waller. But I will say that the injury thing does scare me.
0: Yeah. So I didn't didn't go past six for tight ends. I was running short on time. Um, Yeah, I didn't really either. So he would probably be at seven. So just a a two-spot difference. But the thing that is really worrisome about Darren Waller one already not being confident about him but he goes in this really weird spot where it's right after Kyle Pitts and George Kittle yeah but then there's a huge gap between him and Dalton Schultz who I have at five it's like 20 picks and I I view Dalton Schultz as someone who's going to see an increase in targets this year because he's having a wide receiver
1: That commanded
0: a lot of targets leave, right? So Dalton Schultz had 78 receptions last year on 104 targets. I expect that to be, you know, 130 targets this year and like 85 receptions, right? 90 receptions. So he had 808 yards. He had eight touchdowns. And I don't have the first downs in here. I thought I did, but I don't have the first downs. Um, Yeah, I do. They're right here. And 43 reception first downs, which was tied with Kyle Pitts, right? So he was super productive in an offense with CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper, and now Amari Cooper's gone. So, like, I don't – these numbers yeah, should at guess, least stay the same.
1: I guess I should say that. I have Dalton Schultz, at six.
0: Okay. That, yeah, there you see. There you go. Uh,
1: for, for pretty much the same reasons
0: Yeah, like he, you're saying. The eight touchdown number – it's it's a little high, um, yeah. We'll see. Because he's not, you know, he's he's not viewed as elite like Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey, who both had nine. But, I mean, who else are they going to throw the ball to in the end zone? Yeah,
1: I just it's, like I like him because of the targets by necessity.
0: Yeah, I think he's gonna, he's, he's definitely got top five potential. Could even be you know top three tight end behind. Would you be surprised if he finishes the number three tight end behind Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, given the, the situation of the offense?
1: I probably would, just because he's just, I don't think he's the same type of player as Kittle or Pitts. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's just athletically, and I don't think he's quite as good, but well, I don't know. Who knows? He could, because just because he ends up getting a bunch of targets, because. No, and I also do want if when Michael if Michael Gallup comes back and things like that, or if they add anyone, it could impact him. Yeah, but
0: you should not be surprised because in our current scoring format, he finished as the number three tight end behind Travis. Yeah, I was going <laughs> <saying>. to <laughs> <Yeah, I was
1: laughs> he he does have that potential. So. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. Um, my number six is T.J. Hawkinson, and this is another just
1: okay, yeah,
0: more of a projection pick, but not really um he was dealing with some injuries last year. He only played in 12 games, 61 receptions though, um, on 84 targets. So if he plays in all 17 games, that number's you know the target number well into the hundreds. Um, the reception number probably in the mid- 70s right around Dalton Schultz. He did have four um, reception touchdowns. The Lions offense wasn't the greatest at moving the football, so he did only have uh, 32. Reception first downs, but I expect the Lions to be not like win loss significantly better, but just like as a team, they had a lot of you know close games last year. Um, their off their team believes in their head coach. Their head coach believes in their team. They got a lot of good vibes. They have. They are the they wide, are the
1: good vibes team.
0: Yeah, they have a lot of new, um, exciting wide receiver faces who could open up the game. Uh, Goff is a, you know is always a question mark but they got a good offense line to give him time to find people like you know TJ Hawkinson getting open. Uh, yeah, I like TJ Hawkinson a lot. If he can yeah, stay I healthy, I mean if he stays healthy, these numbers are significantly better. He did only have 583 mm-hmm. receiving yards, like that it's not great, but his yards per reception, his yards per reception also not great, only 9.6. A lot of it has to do with Goff, but if he's on the field for all seventeen games, he can do some special things.
1: Yeah. No, I would have had him at seven
0: too. Oh, nice. There, there you go. See, that's the thing with tight ends, is like they're all the same. Honestly,
1: after after Kelsey and Andrews, it's kind of just a coin toss.
0: Yeah. And and choosing the right one, there seems to be like no method to it after those two guys, right? Like Yeah,
1: there's always one guy who just kinda you don't really like Dalton Schultz last year.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Who's going to be that guy this year? And there's a there's a lot of
0: guys that could be. Yeah,
1: Pat Fryermuth. Dawson Knox,
0: <laughs> Pat yeah. Fryermuth, baby. I just
1: I just worry about him getting enough targets.
0: Yeah, the, that, that, yeah, the wide receiver is so good there.
1: The emergence of Pickens really I think hurts Fryermuth.
0: Yeah, it does, and it's it's a shame because Fryermuth in a couple years, I I legitimately think. Two maybe three years, Frymuth's gonna be in this, like you know, because that'll probably be around you know where Travis Kelsey really falls off in terms of age and stuff. Yeah, Frymuth has the potential to just be like like a George Kittle, like he's just a great all around yeah. tight end, top top five every yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Every year, just you know what you're gonna get because he's he has got a lot of potential, and i you know that's just oh, my yeah. Steelerism coming out, but yeah, Dawson Ryer, Knox he's really, he's is, good. is interesting, like he is his last year a fluke nine touchdowns but only 49 receptions like he's getting a touchdown (laughs) every five targets it doesn't seem super sustainable
1: no so Uh, he's just like he's these are he's the dart throw guy if you're in like the 10th round he's like oh i still don't have a tight end
0: yeah um but yeah tight ends are
1: tight ends Tight end is one of the hardest. It's awesome when you have a great one,
0: and it kind of sucks when you don't have a good one because every week it seems like you're just playing tight end. You're screaming them. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so right on an hour. Perfect. Um, Right around where our running backs and wide receivers went. We got a mock draft next week. Yeah. And we're picking from each other's spots. I'm excited to what you <laughs> to see what you do with my spot. I am too. I've tried a lot of different things. I've tried double running back. I've tried double wide receiver. I have tried one of each. I've tried um. Uh, I haven't tried drafting a tight end, like I haven't tried driving, drafting Travis Kelsey. Um. So yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see what you do. Yeah, same. I'm sure you've tried same. the wide receiver route. I'm sure, you tried the running oh, yeah. back route. Oh, There's no yeah. other route to take really from there. I don't know if you've, have you tried no. the double up and double up strategy?
1: Yeah, I have for both. Yeah. And mixed results.
0: Um, Alvin Kamara's ADP is slowly creeping up. Yeah, because
1: he's going to play all year.
0: Yeah. And that's, and that's where I think like maybe I should take him in the draft,
1: and never, double up never, on running back. Never know.
0: Yeah. We'll find out in two weeks. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Clinton. Really fun time. Yeah,
1: thank you. That was uh, awesome.
0: Have a good night. Catch you next week for yeah. uh, the the mock draft episode. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. See you,
1: man. Yeah.